Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School's the place where my spirit is fed, where my faith grows stronger, and where I learn how to be an overcomer. If it's in front of you, if it's causing you an issue, you can't overcome it. The scripture said in 1 Corinthians that the Lord won't allow you to be tested or tempted above what you're able to overcome. In Him, He always makes a way of escape. And so don't believe the lie that it's too big, that it's too hard, that you just can't. That's not true. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Come on, say it out loud, class. I can, I can. do all things. Do all things. Through Christ, through Christ, who strengthens me, I can overcome everything in this life. Hallelujah. And, and what is the victory that overcomes the whole world? Even my faith, your faith. Get your Bible, get something to make a note with, come into the classroom with us, and let's get answers today. Just like we said, let's get our faith fed for today. Father, we ask you, all of us agree together as touching this, we ask you for the anointing that teaches and reveals and helps and guides and heals and delivers. We ask you for answers in Jesus' name, amen. Look with me, please, if you would, in the uh, 20th chapter of Matthew, and let's continue in our study of this 19th individual account of healing, the, um, the healing of the two blind men, also known as the healing of blind Bartimaeus, um, there are a number of blind people were healed in Jesus' ministry, and we're only given just a very few of them in detail. But in Matthew 20 and verse 30, it said there were two blind men sitting by the wayside. When they heard that Jesus passed by, they cried out saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, thou son of David. Have mercy. And the multitude rebuked them because they thought they should hold their peace. And, uh, but they cried the more saying, same thing, Have mercy on us, O Lord, thou son of David. And Jesus stood still and called them and said, What will you that I shall do to you? They said, Lord, that our eyes may be opened. So Jesus had compassion on them. Can you see why you need to read all of the accounts? Because, for instance, uh, Luke emphasized, he gave us the exact phrase of what uh, one of the blind men at least said and what Jesus repeated that phrase back to him. So he's emphasizing that. The Spirit of God is through him. But here, uh, we're not told that. It just said, we are told they asked the question. He, answered, he asked the question. They answered the question. But it said Jesus had compassion 
on them and touched their eyes, and immediately their eyes received sight, and they followed him. So this, this emphasizes that what they originally asked for, mercy, is what they got. Right? Can you see that? Jesus had compassion on them and touched them. See, if you hadn't read Matthew's account, you wouldn't have known that. That in response to them say, so all of it's true. You have to put it all together to get the bigger picture. When he said, what do you want me to do for you? And they said, we want to receive our sight. And then you'd have to add this and say, Jesus had compassion on them and touched them (laughs) and said, receive your sight. Hallelujah. And they received their sight. But mercy and compassion is emphasized in this passage, and we've seen it over and over again. Go back with me to the Psalms, Psalms, Psalm 86, and I want uh, us to remind ourselves of what the Lord has said through His Word all along, century after century. He doesn't change. In Psalm 86 and 5, For you, Lord, are good. Ready to forgive. Is that true? Every one of these things is absolutely, completely true. Is he good? All the time. Does he ever wake up and feel like being bad? And just, well, first of all, he didn't wake up. He was already (laughs) awake, right? But uh, does God ever have a bad day where he just gets a mean streak? Hmm? Never. Thank God. Wouldn't be anything we could do about it, right? (laughs) Thank God. He's good. That's who he is. That's what he is intrinsically, inside. That's what he's made out of. He's, He's just, that's who he is and he never changes. Thank God for God. You're good and ready to forgive. You never have to come and talk him in to forgiving you. Never. Never is he feeling so standoffish from you as don't talk to me today. I may forgive you next week, but I'm just, I don't want to talk to you right now. He is always ready. Well, he would have to be because of the basis of his forgiveness. It's based on what Jesus did, right? So there couldn't be any him getting ready to forgive. It's already been bought. And so if you want to receive some of that forgiveness, he's ready. He's ready. And plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon you. Do we see that these blind men tapped into something that had existed a long time before they were ever born? Right? Did they call on the Lord? Did they ask for mercy? Was he ready to help them? Did he have plenty of mercy? Aren't you glad he doesn't run out of mercy? (laughs) Never even gets low on mercy. Somebody said that loud. He has plenty of mercy. Plenty of mercy. Plenty. What does that mean? Mercy to spare. Right? Plenty of mercy for you and for me 
and anybody else and everybody else that would ever ask for mercy and then mercy on top of that. Somebody say plenteous in mercy. Unto all them that call on you. Now, we notice the same principle though, like we already said. What if these blind men had not called on him? Would they have been healed anyway? No, that'd be presumptuous. You've got no reason to say that or presume or assume that. Because you've got to figure there were a lot of other blind people and deaf and dumb and in the country and other places. They're not just automatically being healed because Jesus comes through on the street, on the road, unless they come to him, unless people bring them to him and ask him to minister to them. Uh, there's an interesting situation. If you, if you read in the accounts, we won't take time to, to go to them, but on the occasion when Jesus came walking on the water, you remember that night, <clears throat> the disciples were in the boat. And when they saw him from a distance, of course it's nighttime, it's stormy, they, saw, they thought they were seeing a ghost, a spirit. They knew they saw something, but they didn't immediately realize it was Jesus. They hadn't seen this before. This is something new <laughs> that Jesus is doing. And, uh, and so they, got, they were scared because they know they're seeing something. I'm, I'm sure they said, do you see that? <laughs> yeah, you see it too? They all saw it. They're like, oh, what is this? Looks like a, a, a being of some kind walking on the water. And the scripture said that Jesus went as though he were going to pass them by. Have you ever noticed that? It's like he's walking and he's just walking like he's going to pass them <laughs> until they called. Oh, come on. Can you see this? They called. Why? Why? Everything in the word is significant and it portrays spiritual realities. Now, whether... We fully understand why it's this way or not. It is this way. And if it wasn't a factor, Jesus would not have said, what do you want me to do? And it wouldn't have been, we wouldn't have been given detail that the reason why the guys got healed to start with is because they called out. They called out to him and they asked for mercy. Hallelujah. And they got mercy. But if they hadn't asked and they hadn't called, I think, we, I think we got plenty of scripture to assume that Jesus and the whole crowd would have just passed right by and they would have sat there, you know, begging and blind like they had been before. There would have been no change. Now, there were times that the Spirit of God would give Jesus something to go minister to somebody in the gifts of the Spirit like at the pool of Bethesda. You remember that? And so he just went and ministered to, but he asked that man a question too, you know. Uh, but anyway, not the same as this. But um, when it comes to our faith being the factor, unless there's something else special happening, it is exactly according to whether we call or don't, whether we believe what we believe. It's much more up to us than most of the church has believed. And so he is plenteous in mercy, Psalm 86.5, to who? To all. all them that need it. 
No. 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 If God was moved by needs, miracles would be happening all over the planet just spontaneously. Is that right? Because there are needs everywhere. That's obviously not the way it works. Unto all them that what? Call. Everybody say call. Call upon you. Did, did blind Bartimaeus call on him? Yes. He did. And when these confused people tried to shut him up, he would not be shut up. He just called out all the more. He called and he called and he called. But he's not just calling, begging. He's calling in faith, believing that something can happen. And it stopped Jesus in his footsteps. Verse 6. Give ear, O Lord, unto my prayer. Attend to the voice of of my supplications. Well what if there is no prayer? And there's nothing to attend to. What if there is no voice? Verse 7. In the day of my trouble. I'll do what? Call. I will call on you. Why would you call? For you will answer me. Oh hallelujah. hallelujah. You will answer me. Hallelujah. hallelujah. And what kind of answer will it be? <laughs> In, in Jesus, in Christ, all the promises are yes and amen. amen. Hallelujah. He's rich. Oh, somebody say rich, rich, rich and plenteous in mercy. To all them that call on. Skip over to the 145th Psalm. Psalm 145 and verse 8. Psalm 145 and 8. It says the Lord is gracious. Oh, Thank God. Gracious. And full of compassion. We, we've seen that in this study over and over again. Uh, I believe it's Matthew 14, 14 talks about he saw the multitudes and, and they had all these sick people. said he was moved with compassion and healed their sick. And then it says on another occasion, he saw the people scattered like sheep without a shepherd. And he was moved with compassion, not just feeling sorry for them, but a compassion that is touched with the feeling of their infirmities, but moved to do something about it. Amen. Moved, if we can find somebody that'll cooperate, somebody that'll call, somebody that'll believe he's wanting to do something. Yeah. Does that align with other scriptures, like the scripture that said, the eyes of the Lord? are searching to and fro throughout the whole earth. Well, he's scanning the planet. What's he looking for? Those, those whose heart, the scripture said, is perfect toward him. That doesn't mean you never made a mistake, but that has to do with a full heart, full trust and full persuasion and, and calling out in sincerity and that kind of thing. And why? He wants to show himself strong. On behalf of those whose heart is right and full towards him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so when he hears this call. Jesus. Have mercy on me. Son of David. Jesus. They're saying Messiah. The Christ. Have mercy on me. Well it stopped Jesus in his tracks. And the whole. You know the whole crowd just had to stop. And they're like what's going on. Why aren't we moving. Jesus stopped. I don't know. And he said, bring him to me. Bring him here. 
and he had compassion on him. wonder if he still has compassion today. Huh? Yes, yes. Keep reading. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. So man, when they asked for mercy, they didn't know how many verses they were lining up with, did they? They didn't know, man, you have said the right thing now. Because that's who God is. He is the God of mercies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is the Lord of compassion and the God of mercies. And it goes on to say, the Lord is good to all. His tender mercies are over all his works. We need to believe this and feed on this and tell other people this because the enemy is continually trying to convince the unbelieving world, if they do believe in God, that he exists, that he's hard, that he's calloused and untouchable and not touched. The Bible said our master, our great high priest, he is touched with the feeling of our weaknesses. Doesn't mean he joins us in believing it's hopeless. No, 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 no. But he cares. He hears our cry. And he cares. And his compassions are ready to flow. Do you believe mercy will heal you? Yes. Compassion will restore you? Yes. Love can make you whole? Yes. Do you believe it? We, that, haven't we seen it over and over again? And you know, this didn't just change them physically. This changed their life, right? One reason it said uh, blind Bartimaeus, when he said, come, he's calling you. He threw aside his cloak. Well, uh, I saw one writer said, you know, perhaps that that's where his collections were. That the cloak they laid in front of them and people could pitch coins or something. So he's breaking from this whole beggar by the roadside deal. Is that right? Why? Tomorrow he can get a new job. Is it true? I mean, what did compassion do for him? Changed his whole life. Changed his whole life. The way he works, the way he thinks, the way he moves. He doesn't have to wait for somebody to lead him by the hand anymore. Thank God. That's what compassion will do for him. That's what compassion will do for him. Said the Lord is good. His tender mercies are over all his works. Not just a special few. Verse 14. The Lord upholds all that fall and raises up those that be bowed down. The Lord is righteous in all. Verse 17. He's righteous in all his ways. He's holy in all his works. And the Lord is near unto all them that call upon him. To all that call upon him in truth. Like we said, he heard, the master heard something in that cry that was not just poor pitiful me begging. He heard some faith. Faith in the mercy, faith in him. He will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. He will hear their cry and save them. Hallelujah. Does it pay to call on the Lord when you need help? Oh man, don't hesitate. Call on the Lord in truth and in faith. It went on to say, The Lord preserves all them that love him, but the wicked will he destroy. 
My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. Can you say amen? amen? Go to Luke and we'll see, we see some of these very things in that psalm coming to pass in this situation. We see uh, them calling on the Lord. We see him asking for mercy. And we see him giving mercy, showing mercy. But then the results of it, the end of it. I want you to notice this. Verse 39 of Luke 18. When he said, uh, Thou son of David, Jesus, have mercy on me. And they which, uh, you know, they rebuked him. and He said, Thou son of David, again, have mercy on me. Jesus stood and commanded them to be brought to him. When he was come near, he asked him, saying, What will thou that I shall do to you? He said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has saved you. Now we see it other times it says your faith has healed you. And other times your faith has made you whole. But the words are used interchangeably. The, the Greek word sozo. It's translated save and also healed and also delivered. So when you say the Lord's my Savior, you also said he's my healer. Because saved from what? See, he was saved from blindness and from the stigma and the poverty and everything that goes with that. And the, the restriction, the bondage that, that went with that blindness. He was saved from that. He said, your faith has saved you. Verse 43. It says, immediately he received his sight. Hallelujah. Can it be that simple? Yes. <laughs> can, can it really be that simple? What do you want? Receive my sight, Lord. Receive your sight. So he received his sight. <laughs> Can it really be that simple? <laughs> I don't know. It seemed like it'd be harder than that. Well, if you were doing it, <laughs> it's not only hard, it's impossible. Right? But if the power of God is doing it, why would it be a thing thought ridiculous or impossible that the same power that created eyes, the eyes are already there. They just need a little tweaking, right? Just, just a little, you know, maybe a little lens created or we're talking about God who created stars, and right? And created planets and, and created the body. Well, then you could see how quick, just a little bit of that kind of power, the creative power of God in your eyes and just like that, turn the lights on. So what he did then he followed him. How many think that's a good idea? Is that right? <laughs> he called on Jesus. And then he received from Jesus. And then he followed Jesus. Hallelujah. That is the best use of your healing. Isn't it? It's the best use of any blessing. When God meets your needs, he sets you free. Now you're free to do what? You should be free and available for Him. 
Now, now he can see. Now he can go places. Now he can do things for who? Right? Should be for the master. For the Lord. And that's what that's portraying. And I don't know. Maybe he became a follower. A regular disciple. Maybe he just, you know, went to other meetings with him. I don't know. But he followed him. Notice the next phrase. Glorifying God. Oh, somebody say glorifying God. Glorifying God. Now, I believe that is both physically and verbally. What do you mean? Well, just him running along the road without anybody helping him. That glorifies God. Somebody says, who's that guy? You mean they're really excited when, yeah, he was blind two hours ago. That glorifies God. No wonder he's so excited, right? And he's also saying, glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, praise God. Oh, thank God. And, all the, and the people, all the people, when they saw it, what'd they do? Praise is contagious. Is that right? And glorifying God catches on. Not a word is said about all those years he spent begging on the roadside about that glorifying God. His blindness didn't glorify God. His terrible situation did not glorify God. That's death and that's pain. It's when he got healed, when he got restored, when he got delivered, when he got healed, that glorified God. The works of the devil glorify the devil, not God. It's the works of God that glorify God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he's glorifying God just by being his newly healed self. Right? He's glorifying God because of the joy he's got and the excitement he's got and the praise is coming out of his mouth and all the people, all the people. I guess that's the people that tried to shut him up too. You know? Is that right? They're probably the loudest. Oh yes, praise God, praise God. Oh, you did the right thing. He might say, well, if I'd listened to you, I wouldn't have, but you did the right thing. How many want God to be glorified in your life? It'll be through the same kind of thing, healings and deliverances and needs met. Somebody say, oh God, get glory in my life. Hallelujah. Our time's up again today. We'll see you again soon back here in Faith School. I've enjoyed being with you again this week here in Faith School. Uh, on Friday, I always want to give thanks uh, to God for our partners and, and speak a blessing of increase over you. We're talking about having compassion. The scripture said, if you have compassion on those in need, you shall not lack as well. So, Father, we thank you for giving us more than enough to finance the gospel and to help those in need. I claim with our partners extra coming in so that we have extra to give and we can show your compassion and show your mercy to many. We ask for it. We lay hold of it. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. So uh, like we talked about in agreement, if you're in agreement with that and we're together on the same page on that, I'm expecting with you that extra is coming in and you can show mercy and help for people that are in need. And the scripture said that's going to come back to you. It's going to come back to you multiplied. It's, it's wonderful that you can go from being the person in need to having all your needs met and then being used of God to help people that are in need. 
that's how His mercy works. We love you. We thank God for you. We'll see you again soon back here in Faith School. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390.